I got a little rush that made me think I was like, it was like Kaylin one mental health zero. You know, like I felt this little like, does you don't control me? I can yeah. do. And you felt like you're overcoming somehow yeah. the power of it. Yeah, because I. What the hell? What the hell? What the hell is up? What the hi? And welcome to this new experimental podcast of mine. My name is Claire, and I'm here to ask the tough questions in life, such as, what the hell is up with you, with me, with the world, with those crazy vegan YouTubers out there on the web? This podcast is a play for me to be more honest and to put something out there that might be an encouragement to others. I'm keen on honesty and authenticity, yet I have somewhat learned to hide. So I hope that each podcast episode will allow me to get more comfortable in sharing out about my journey. Topics which will be addressed include my journey of mental health struggles, self-esteem and self-worth, sexuality, and a whole slew of other potentially relevant tidbits of my story. Thanks so very much for tuning in to listen. Grab some coffee or tea and think of this as the coffee shop date of your dreams. Hello, uh, welcome back to What the Hell is Up? Um, you are tuning in to episode eight, and I am super, super stoked that you're listening. Right as I'm recording this, I'm having all of my the hopes in my heart that I'm going to be able to continue this podcast. Um, so I suppose if you're listening, then my mission to grab your attention was successful and um, yeah, the podcast ensues, uh, whether that's to your joy or to your detriment, I'm not sure, but I assume if you're listening, then you're happy to be here and I'm super, 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 super happy that you're here to listen. So, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, everybody. And I hope that, I hope that you're doing so well. Um, I hope that your holiday season has just been the coziest, coziest ever, um, that you've had time for food and people and um, just gentle reminders of how much you are loved and how much it's worth it to love the people around us. Um, and yeah, I just, I hope that your holiday has been amazing and magical. Um, <laughs> so today's podcast is about voice, femininity, vulnerability, and expressing our own experiences. I've been wanting to discuss the empowerment that I've felt in finding my voice through this podcast. I also wanted to highlight a new friend of mine. Um, so the first part of this podcast uh, is when I'm highlighting, highlighting a new friend of mine. I sat down with my friend Kaylin Rogers over coffee and chatted with her about her expressing herself through music. Kaylin is a singer-songwriter in Seattle who's using her platform of songwriting and performing to be vocal about her experiences unpacking faith and struggling with mental health problems. Inspired by her dad, she started playing guitar and song songwriting in her preteen years, and she used this as a means of loving her friends when they went through hard, hard things. She mentioned in my chat with her that she felt like writing songs for people was the best way that she knew how to love her friends. In high school, her friends started bringing their stories to her to request that she bring them to life through a song. And for her, seeing somebody impacted by her music, seeing somebody find relevance in her music was a great success and just um, really important to her. Both the process of songwriting and sharing her songs with her world held healing power as she experienced anxiety herself. I deeply connected with her amazingly gorgeous EP called The Older Brother. 
and um, partially because of my own experiences of anxiety and thinking about issues of faith, um, but also just her lyrics and her tone and everything in this EP is so moving. Um, so I'm going to be including part of the older brother at the end of our conversation, um, or maybe the beginning, I'm not sure. And I'm super blessed to bring you into the coffee shop chat that we had. start writing about myself and about my own experiences until I started experiencing like crazy anxiety okay. um, which was in college and after college yeah that that like really took a turn for me and I was like all of a sudden I had new putty to play with mm-hmm. um, and it was so raw and like I didn't have to infer about someone's experience because I just had it in front of me and in me Um, And that's when everything switched and I kind of stopped writing relationship-focused songs and it all became, like, rooted in sort of despair, like, for lack of a better word. Despair with, um, like, a hopeful, hopeful twinge. I was, yeah, so I just was writing about um, how I was feeling, how I hoped things would go, um, doubts, fears all that kind of stuff, and then that all, up to now, kind of turned into the older brother. And turned into what? The older brother album. Oh, the older brother, okay. Yeah. I see. Um, wow, that's, that's amazing. Um, did you recognize the power that kind of songwriting could have for you in like a, kind of like a coping way, or? I think I, to- I, I totally did, because... There would be times, like, everybody who experiences anxiety experiences it in a different way, mm-hmm. but there would be times for me, one of the ways in which it shows up for me is um, I feel like I can't cope. Like, I get into a place of conflict where it's like, I actually don't have the tools to move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and that gets to be a really scary place, because then you're, I don't know, you're just stuck and you're like, I, I don't have any way to make sense of things and if I can't make sense of things then how do I live um, and songwriting at so many on so many different occasions has been the one thing that made sense of things for me so I would be at a point of like just utter despair or confusion or doubt or fear and um, just start like writing about it and I didn't start writing with the intent of solving my problems it was more like I don't have anything else to do with my body right now so I'm gonna like do this thing that is natural and makes sense to me and helps me like I felt like I processed through problems by jumping into songwriting so Mm -hmm. I would come to a song with an issue and then um, start hashing it out in a verse or in a chorus and then put music to it and play it. And once I played it, it was all of a sudden like the fog is gone. Like I can see my situation now. And I feel like not only that, like not only the processing, but also just like the pure satisfaction that comes from turning something super shitty Mm -hmm. into something that someone could like 
uh, enjoy listening to. Like that's a it's yeah. a weird concept. It's I mean, like, turning that pain into art. Is... Yeah, it's like not to use like a super like um, I don't know Christian centric uh, line, but like the beauty from ashes thing. Like this, uh-huh. I've never experienced it anywhere else more than I do when like feeling like shit and then making something cool from it. And it doesn't necessarily mean that I leave, I walk away from the song not feeling like shit, but I feel like I've done something with my body. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If that makes sense. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I mean, when I, when I listened to your, your album, like, it really, really resonated with me. Um, Oh, I'm so glad. Like, yeah, truly. And I picked, definitely picked up on, like, like mental health playing a role in maybe some of the songs. Um, yeah, totally. <laughs> and yeah, that's I maybe I just it resonated with me because of like my own experience, kind of struggling with mild depression and anxiety as mm-hmm. well. Um, but I really feel that like raw, like evocativeness from it, and. So something has definitely come from those ashes that is like beautifully cathartic and relatable. And thank you for saying that. Yeah, (laughs) it's the whole goal. Um, but I also felt like, I guess when I was listening, like just from my own place of kind of trying to create something from more difficult experiences Mm -hmm. and like finding my voice in that way that like I'm curious like if it felt risky to do so mm. or if it felt if it felt like how you felt I guess like kind of how you felt valid in like claiming your experience and expressing it through art and noticing that it was like it mattered and it was like something that was powerful because mm. of like the difficult I don't know if that yeah, makes sense that but. does make sense and that's a really good question I think that was kind of a subconscious part of the experience that I haven't really um, ever looked back and like tried to pinpoint like at what point did I believe in myself enough to think this was okay to do, you know? And I think the switch, I don't know, I don't want to attribute it too much to this, but I definitely think part of the switch was, so I was writing in my bedroom, like experiencing this rough thing and struggling with mental health and just writing and writing and writing and just like stacks of songs were coming from this time period and I think when I started being more open about um, what I was writing with my partner I think that may have been the first time I felt like oh this is this music might have a valid space outside of my bedroom Okay. Um, Once you shared the songs with him. Yeah, because he was kind of the most... He was, actually, 100% the person um, closest to what I was experiencing and the person I was most vulnerable with about, like, the darkest parts of what I was going through. And so I would tell him, like, hey, I, you know, I put, I put together a new song yesterday and he would jump... He would just jump at it and say, like, that's great, I want to hear it. And it, like... It was this, like, unconditional support and enthusiasm over what I was doing. And not that I need external 
Oh, you know, I don't even want to say that. I was going to say not that I need external validation to, you know, create art, but I think I kind of needed that boost to believe that it was valid outside of my space. Yeah. If that makes sense. Absolutely, um, especially when it comes to like mental health. Yeah. Focused even just trains of thought. I feel like it's mm-hmm. nice to have that person who can affirm that like your experience is something that matters. Yeah, and I think the other part of that experience was that I was being more and more active on social media during that time because I felt like um, I wanted to prove something to myself that even though I was like scared all the time, I could be, I think I, I got some value from being vulnerable about that. Like I got a little bit of, I don't know, like some endorphins from like sharing something that um, was maybe taboo in my social circles so posting something that was like hey like I've been scared all day and I don't know if anyone else is feeling like that but if you are like it's okay or like reach out to me and I would post something like that and I think I got a little rush that made me think I was like it was like Kaylin one mental health zero you know like I felt this little like you don't control me I can do you felt like you're overcoming somehow the power of it yeah because I think also having you know, invested so much of my time in studying psychology in college and in high school. Um, there was one thing that I learned. It was that, like, solitude plus, you know, mental health struggles usually doesn't ever lead it to anything good. Yeah. And um, shame, obviously, yeah. was all, has also been a big part of my experience. And needing to, like keep those things like bottled or right believing that you're lesser than because of them or totally yeah and so I think I I did I got a lot of encouragement from going against that stigma of like you know talking about your mental health makes you makes people think less of you or you know this or that and I wanted to own at least one I felt so out of control of my situation because most of my mental illness I felt like just was happening to me, you know, and I didn't have control over what was going on, and so this gave me a bit of control to, like, kind of like a fuck you to, um, to, like, the struggle, you know, like, I need to just be able to say, like, no, like, yeah, you can throw this at me, but I'm just gonna keep telling people about it, and, like, there's gonna be other people out there who don't feel comfortable talking about it, and hopefully they'll see this, and then feel like, okay, my space is valid, Yeah. so that also, going through that, like, publicly, to, you know, in a, in a way, also pushed me to think, like, well, if I'm talking about it in this way, why not put the music out there okay. also? So, in a way, it could almost be, like, helpful for somebody who was grappling with the same sort of mental health struggles, or someone who is, like, kind of stigmatizing the experience, and, totally. like, avoidant of hearing about. Yeah, that was the main motivation that got me to, um, actually, so yeah, to answer that second part of your question... Um, my partner helped me kind of come to the conclusion of uh, this music should be released because not to say that anyone who's making art has a responsibility to release it because that's not, you know, that's 100% your decision. I felt like it was my responsibility to put it out there just in the off chance, like, some that it could do something. kid in Wisconsin who I have never met and will never meet might stumble upon it somehow on Bandcamp and be in like, in like you know the thick of it and like get a little something. If that happens, 
then I'm that's that's worth it. Like that's a success. And, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Okay. That's so that that's, that's what really pushed neat. the release. Yeah. And when did you release that album? So we started like we jumped into the uh, the like doing music for real pool last year in the fall. Okay. Um, released our first single shoot which I really should know when we did that I think it was like December January and then the album second single came out in May and then the album came out in June okay yeah so that's just June July August a couple months ago yeah. feels like so long ago but yeah a couple of months ago was the first time the album dropped and of course I'm already like jumping onto the next thing and like trying to record the next thing okay. um, that's exciting working on being patient but yeah, it is hard. Okay, that's really good. Um, well, I want to ask, and I know like different people have different perspectives on how much a song should be explained versus how much the song should like speak for itself. Yes. So I guess whatever you're yeah. comfortable with with that, but the older brother, like the the mm-hmm. song, the older brother. Um, Wait, is it The Older Brother or Older Brother? Yeah, so this is, the song is called Older Brother. The album is called The Older Brother. I think I thought that was cool, making the distinction between the album and the song. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's, yeah. No, it is cool. It makes sense. You can, either way, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, there, yeah, that song, like, had me in tears more than once. Oh, that's my sweet spot, yes. <laughs> more than once, um, yeah. And I think... There's, like, two aspects that really connected with me. Um, there's the one, and I, I guess I'm just kind of curious what what this meant to you. The part about, it's something like you see him and you wonder if he... Like, what does he, what do I know about him, yeah. that section? Uh-huh. What does he think about at night? Yes. And tell himself in the morning. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, I got that completely wrong. No, no, that, you were, that was the gist, yeah. It felt like... I could think of, honestly, specifically men in my life who I worry and wonder if they're never saying the struggle that it exists in my heart that I would hope that they could communicate if they needed to. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if that's that's kind of what it it brought it to my heart, but I yeah. I'm curious about what that. So, I like your your caveat earlier about like you know different artists approach explaining songs differently because I do have this I want what people hear like just because the reason I wrote it isn't what you got from it doesn't make your your experience from the art like invalid you know uh-huh. um, I firmly believe that I know that whenever I hear about an artist explaining a song differently I'm like oh man I totally thought it was something else <laughs> but the reason that we, like you write it this way is so that people can put themselves on it okay. so just that, that caveat of like in case anybody got something different from that song it's not invalid you that's exactly what it was about <laughs> you just said like that's oh, exactly how um so we decided to call the album The Older Brother because it was this concept of a person. I have a brother who's um, three years older than me and went to college while I was in high school and moved out. And like um, he now lives down in 
Oregon, and so it's that was the nothing like time and freeways to make you lose sight. Um, that's kind of that reference of like it's been a lot of time since we've lived in the same space, and we have different personalities, so it's different the way that we approach conversation. Um, but I had this this moment of crisis when I was writing the songs on the album that um, there are people in my life that I would die for who I just don't know what keeps them up at night. And that makes me so sad. Like, it's just, uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a weak point for me to, I, to put it out there. I mean, beautiful. The one, the, on the one hand being, you know, someone might need the music, but mm -hmm. the other hand being like, I don't want anyone to have to wonder. Like, I, I just want, like, anyone that I know who, you know, brushed up against me in the hall in high school, but we never talked, I would love for them to know, like, the darkest parts of me. I don't know why. Maybe okay. that's, like, it might be It almost be sounds like an act of generosity that you recognize kind of the longing you have to understand others. It's like you want to offer that because maybe you don't always get it from others. Yeah. I don't know if that's... Yeah, I think... I realized that, like, I have the ability um, and the comfort to, you know, more or less, to reveal those parts of myself, so my, I might as well, like, put it all out there. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, you, you got it spot on, that was the whole, um, that song was written with that in mind. The first half is, is a, a little, I consider older brother of the song to be kind of in two halves um, and the first half is very self-focused and the second half is very like but there's bigger things going on and there's people outside of myself that like you know I care about and worry about yeah yeah that answers your question it, it does it totally does um, and how okay I have two I have two questions I guess to follow that. Um, one, did it, did your faith also play a role in some of the expression in that song too, or because the part about praying, praying to, that, to this like, and your yeah. prayers gather at the ceiling, but you'll be okay because someone sees you on your knees or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that part like seriously got me. Just and did you're grappling with faith um, play a role in some of that as well. Yeah, so faith, like, in some way or another, is a factor in every song that I write, probably, and every song on that album, but especially that, that part, um, I was really struggling with doubt and, like, just didn't know what I believed and didn't feel a god, didn't feel, you know, any, uh, spirituality being present in my situation, which I think is a common thing when people are struggling with mental health, you know, it's hard to see, like, someone else's hand on it, you know, when things are not going well. And that um, can also lead to guilt, too, that, like, I'm not doing enough spiritually, like, I should be okay. Right, because I did have a, a number of people say, like, uh, have you been praying enough? Like, I'd be like, here's my situation. And they're like, oh, like, have you been diving into your faith? Or is this, could this maybe be conviction, like, showing up? And that is such a harmful way to address spirituality and mental health. Um, I'll just say that. that. That could be a whole other conversation. But, um, so I was in, I was in the, the thick of that space, in the midst of 
struggling with, like, I don't know what I believe about who all is involved and what's going on here. Um, so that line of, like, say your prayers at night, you know, even if you think, like, they literally are not going anywhere important. Like, they're just going out into the universe. It's kind of just a, an image of how just the act of sitting there and praying is, like, a hopeful, beautiful thing. And that shows up in a lot of ways. Meditation, like, people, like, I would even argue, like, getting coffee with a friend is, like, a form of prayer. Like, you just, you're, like, pouring out, like, something hopeful and good into the world. And so I think that image was supposed to touch on that. Um, it's like even if you're just trying, like your knees, you know, on the floor, like someone else is getting, like, just that act is like a beneficial thing. So that image of someone walking by and seeing you. Um, I really loved writing that. It was like one of the most fun things because I see it in my head. Like I have a specific house in my head when I, when I think about it. And, um, certain lighting, it's like dusk, you know, like I have this whole... Um, the way that that image comes together. I just love, I love doing, making pictures for people when I write. That's, that's beautiful. Um, I mean, I had a, a, a feeling and a mood that it conjured for me when I listened, so. So glad. That's, that's amazing. Um, but I'm also curious about how, I don't know if you've ever thought about this. I imagine maybe so or maybe not in these words, but um, I guess I've been thinking about the way that my, I guess sometimes my choice to like be more vulnerable or put something out there that no one else is sharing um, has maybe also been that like idea of rebellion because it is sometimes like considered kind of a more feminine thing. Um, mm or being honest about my emotions and like being forthright about my emotional state is something that I think my femininity I'm learning the way that my femininity has like is not a weakness but actually has like given me a bit more access to those emotions and being raw about those emotions when I've seen sometimes men have more difficulty being able to do so just because of like patriarchy and the way that society is and yeah, gender roles yeah um, and so I guess I was curious about how you if you thought about like the way that your emotional experience has coincided with your femininity mm -hmm. or like finding a voice in that way yeah I think um it always felt and I'm I'm I'll say I'm you know uh, very avid feminist like that's a big part of my identity and a um, big part of my journey so I'm always very present of how I'm being perceived as a woman and um, even when I was growing up like I was a tomboy not necessarily because I thought like you know cargo shorts flattered me but because I felt like I would have more validity in spaces if I was more masculine um, even though I 100% identify as a female a cis female um, so that, that's always you know less and less now I feel more confident being able to express my femininity um, and not be invalidated in a lot of spaces and I think I feel that way with music because there's 
there is femininity in being expressive about your emotions. Um, and although that, that can sometimes, I mean, sexism in the music world is very present. It's, Absolutely. It's crazy. There's so many different things that um, are at play. It's, yeah, it, it can be rough. And so even though there is that fear of like, being discounted for um, being more emotional, which is something that like women encounter all the time, I think I saw such a strength in myself for doing it yeah. that I didn't really care if somebody was discounting me for this because I felt like if you are you're just wrong <laughs> like true like if you see something in this that makes my opinion less valid or my um, taking up space less valid then you have your own work to do and that's not my job or my problem yeah. so I because I yeah I just felt so I think I felt even more reinforced by actually sharing the music um, than just like writing it and keeping it to myself because that felt like such a brave thing for me to do Yeah. that it was like yeah it felt so brave to me that I didn't need anybody else's affirmation to say that like what you're doing is a strong thing you know I was like yeah I know <laughs> like I know yeah. that um, well the fact that you're like speaking from your experience and expressing emotion I think is like oddly a bold statement in a world that doesn't always value that expression mm -hmm. um, and I think that's why I bring up like femininity playing a role in that because I feel like your album like highlights the value of that like like feminine power to be emotionally raw and compel someone emotionally mm -hmm. um, when sometimes that's not valued your your album speaks to the art of that totally. and the like, capability of your experience as a woman I think yeah, yeah, because I think we too often associate emotional competence with incompetence in other areas, you know, like, like the fact that like, I don't know, there's still people who think like hormones will inhibit a woman's ability to be president, you know, like that, yeah. like emotional competence Stupid. is not correlated with incompetence as yeah. a leader, as a speaker, um, and I think projects like this I hope are just reinforcing that that idea breaking down the that um, misconception that there is some correlation um, some and, negative correlation yeah and the fact that you're I don't know I think your self-awareness too speaks volumes about even like people who struggle with these things like are strong and it's yeah. it's a strength to like notice and do something with that Totally, and that's across genders. Yeah. But I hope that there are men out there who can listen to this and be like, I identify with this experience, and I don't, I'm not threatened by that fact. You know? Yeah. That's what I love. Well, I don't know. I hope I'm, it doesn't sound like I'm saying that, like it only appeals to women. But I think no, not at all. Yeah. I think men definitely could be compelled by the experiences as well. But the way that totally. society has kind of treated it as something more womanly yeah I guess and femininity and like there are parts of my personhood that's identify with like masculinity you know yeah. like that I hold both of those in hand um, even as a you know identifying as a cis female so I yeah I, I take it as I hope that this project is empowering for women but I hope that it can be well received by men as well yeah 
Well, I think the more art that could do what yours does um, would only make people feel like more allowed to experience the breadth of emotions mm -hmm. and be okay with that. Like, yeah. I think that's amazing. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Um. Oh, I actually wrote in my notebook, um, old, the old, older brother speaks to this fear that I have that everyone might silently suffer in the same way that I sometimes feel like I do. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's kind of what, yeah. what you spoke on. I love so. that you said that. That made me feel so good. Yeah. Um, well, as you, like, go forward, like, what are you hoping for the older brother to keep doing? And then, like, also, is your new project going to be related in some way? Or I'm sure it's... Yeah. So I hope people can keep listening to the older brother and like I hope it can morph into what, what they need at the time and be, be a home for people. Um, the new project is similar style. It's going to be mostly electric, but uh, my partner and I, Tobias Rogers, are messing around with just like different sonic elements. Oh, fun. Um, so yeah, I would say the next project is going to be a little more like anxiety specific focused okay um like a yeah that's what i'll say for now yeah i'm really excited with we've got some demos that i just like like eek over like i just so yeah they're gonna be fun um we've picked sounds that more suit the theme of the next project so that's really feels exciting. appropriate yeah super cool yeah that's well, awesome. thank you so much yeah thank you so much for sharing about that <laughs> This has been Kaylin Rogers talking about her newest album, and I really appreciate you talking with me about that, yeah, so thank you. Anytime.
sure they gather at the ceiling You will be alright Someone walking by will see you kneeling You're trying.